success in the new retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement Podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Guys, I was thinking about you. I was playing golf this week, and my game, admittedly, pathetic. I thought of you because my buddy was asking about work, and we started talking about retirement. And, you know, our eventual goal is to play golf every single day. And I thought about caddies, all right? A golf caddy. Now, their job is not just to carry the clubs. But they got to know the course and they got to help the golfer prepare for each hole and kind of also be their therapist. Damon, Matt, am I wrong to think that you're like a retirement caddy? Like your goal is to make sure we have the right clubs and know the best approach for retirement. Is that fair to say or should I think more about my game and less about you? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely on on the right track. You know, we, we... when, when, when we sit down with someone, we, we look at it as a, as a partnership, as a team where we're going to help our clients create the retirement life that they want. And in order to do that, we need to know where they're at. So we're going to, we're going to sit down and, and say, let's, let's look at your swing, right? Let's take some video of it. Let's, let's analyze it. Or, or in other words, let's look at your portfolio. Let's look at what you've done and the assets that you have and what you're going to have and look at the strengths and weaknesses of it so that we can then say, okay, here is where you're doing really well. Don't change that. But let's look over here and here your club face is facing that, you know, it is, is, is making it go right or left or whatever it is, right? Or you're dropping your elbow or, you know, any of the golf things that are there. But we're looking at it financially and saying, you know, you're really not as diversified as you might think, or mm-hmm. you're paying more in fees. And if we keep doing that, here's the outcome, right? You're going to end up in the water. So it's a matter of looking at that and being able to say, okay, and then asking the questions that they don't know to ask. Okay, well, what about this? Or what about that? And here's where the course gets really tough. If one of you gets sick, or if there's, you know, you lose a pension doesn't pan out. And so looking at all those things and trying to have contingency plans to make sure that their retirement's going to be efficient Mm -hmm. and help them get through that course to play retirement to the best of their ability using those assets that they have to get them all the way through and then hopefully leave something to the, the, the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if, you, if you've ever gone to a golf trainer or my daughter plays volleyball, one of the things that most of the people will do is actually film you so that you can actually see yourself perform. Because I think a lot of us think, you know, we swing some way and you can actually see the problems in your swing when you actually watch it on TV. And so one of the things that Damon and I do try to do when someone comes in is they're, they're looking for a direction to make sure that they're on the right track. And what we found is the best way to show them whether they're on the right track is to just get them the data and the information that they need to make a better decision. So one of the things that we offer to clients and to prospective clients is a Morningstar report that will actually show them and pull back the curtain on their portfolio. And when you can see what your portfolio is actually doing, how much risk it's taking, what kind of returns it's getting, and how much you're paying in fees to get all of that, that's when you really are able to identify the problems and issues. And I had a client that came into my office. He had uh, a couple Morgan Stanley accounts and he had a variable annuity. And he said, you know, I've, I've done well, I'm prepared for retirement, I could retire anytime I want, but I wanted to get a second opinion on these assets to make sure that it's positioned the proper way. Mm-hmm. And so we ran it through our report. And so the, the variable annuity, we did what's called an annuity x-ray, where we basically pull back the, the layers on this, we see what the fees are paying. And he was shocked, and I was kind of shocked to find out, in his particular annuity, he was paying 3.6% annually 
in various fees on this account. And he had $700,000 in this account. And so 3.6% on $700,000, he was spending like $25,000 a year just in fees on one investment account that he had. Mm. And he about fell out of, his, out of his chair when we were talking through that because you know, he, none of these fees were ever disclosed to him. He never knew that they were there. And so he, you know, he just thought that the account was kind of just struggling and kind of not growing much because it wasn't invested in the right stuff. Little did he know that most of his profits were going out the window in, in fees that were being charged on the account. Once we were able to see that, it didn't take much for him to be able to then identify those issues. His question right back to me is, he said, okay, well, what do we do to fix this? Because he realized he could see the problems now. Mm -hmm. And so now we just needed to address the problems. We could then start building a financial plan and say, okay, well, what's the goals and objectives? What are the investment strategies and products and, and, and investments that we could consider that are going to be better than what you currently have? And, you know, we were able to reduce his fees dramatically. We were able to reduce his risk dramatically and still give his portfolio the performance and the rates of return that he was looking for. And so now he knows he's got this kind of in order and now he can kind of maintain this. And so it was a really good process to go through because just like a golf swing, he didn't know what he was doing wrong until he watched the video. He didn't know what his portfolio was doing wrong until he had the reports that made it really clear. And he wasn't financially trained. He didn't have a degree in finance or a master's like Damon and I have, but he could see it himself because the report made it really clear what he needed to correct and change. U.S. News and World Report says that we need to take a look at our portfolio every couple of years to see if there's any new problems. And you mentioned it earlier, our fees that we don't know about or increased fees? Is that one of the biggest problems that we, we maybe overlook in our portfolio? It's the hidden problem that people don't realize, and it, and it has a huge impact on your portfolio. So there have been study after study that shows if you can reduce the fees on your portfolio by 1%, it's going to last an extra 10, 15 years in retirement. So one of the big problems that people have and the concern that a lot of people have is they're worried they're going to outlive their money. Well, if you can reduce fees, make your portfolio more efficient, and it's going to last that much longer, well, that kind of kills two birds with one stone, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're now able to use that money for a lot longer. It solves that problem. But you've got to figure out what those fees are. And so Wall Street spent billions of dollars hiding their fees and not disclosing everything and showing you one fee, but not showing you the other two or three that they're charging you. Burying it in perspective. Right. <laughs> and so, again, what Damon and I try to do in these reports is show you exactly what you've got. And the sooner you can figure that out, the sooner you're putting that money back in your pocket, the sooner you're saving that expense. And so it kind of goes back to that Geico commercial. You know, if you could call and, and save money and it only took 15 minutes, mm -hmm. we'd all do it, right? right? And the same thing with your investments. If you could figure out ways to save 10 or 20 or $30,000 in fees, like some people are paying, overpaying. You know, it's worth the phone call to figure that out. It's worth the time and the effort to gather your statements, come in and let us run that report so you find out what's going on. Gentlemen, we talk a little bit about real estate and every year millions of Americans, they rent U-Hauls to move from one place to another. I'm guilty of this and U-Haul tracks which state people are moving to and where they're moving from. So let's look back to 2020. What do you think the most popular moving destinations were? Where do you think most people were moving to? Very I'd popular. say the warmth. Arizona and Texas. Florida has got to be on there. You got Texas. You got Florida. Tennessee, the most Tennessee. popular destination that people wow. are moving to. Did not see the great state wow. of Arizona on there. Wow. This one should be easy, though. Where do you think everyone's leaving? California. <laughs> Number one. New York. No, number three. <laughs> Chicago. Uh, Illinois, yep. Also, make Boston. a round of the top four, New Jersey. 
Joyzy. Joyzy. If you look back at 2020, I think this is a combination of how restrictive some of these states were with their handling of COVID because there are some of these states that the kids aren't even back in school yet. They're not even doing one day of face-to-face learning. And, you know, there are some states that are just now allowing 10% outdoor dining. And then some of these states like Texas, like Tennessee, they've been at 25% and kids have been back in school for six months. So I also think this might be a reflection of how people feel about the high taxes because California, a very high tax state. What do you think? Well, and I think it's also, you know, again, everybody started to telecommute, right? Mm-hmm. And so the new wave is you may not, have, may not need to go into the office. So what they're seeing is there's a lot of people that are leaving the big cities that are super expensive to live in. And they're departing and getting out in the suburbs or even into a completely different state where the cost of living is less. You know, I had a, a client that uh, I just talked to this week who's worked for one of those big corporations, American Express, forever. And she now is doing everything from home. And so her and her fiance are like, let's go buy a condo in Texas. And they're going to now live nine months there and three months here. And guess what? Texas has no state income tax. Right. And so they just gave themselves a, a raise when it comes to, to taxes and, and all because, yeah, a, a mix of COVID and now being able to have the flexibility to work somewhere else and wanting to go somewhere where their retirement dollars, because they're about four years away from retirement, are going to go farther because they're not going to pay any state income tax. So it's smart. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot to say mm-hmm. with looking at when you get on that fixed income um, in retirement putting more dollars in your pocket and being efficient. And one of the ways to do that is through taxes. Other ways are paying less in fees and really looking at, at creating the best environment for that retirement nest egg to go as far as you want it to go and do the fun things you want to do. Could you imagine being in California or New York or New Jersey in a cramped little two bedroom apartment for the past year going on a year now? Uh, I understand. probably cost you a million <laughs> five to own. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. If you want to move to Arizona, if you want to move to Texas, if you want to move to get a little more room, I'm not going to argue with you. Another interesting stat, uh, Redfin said 63% of all people who bought a house in 2020, they did that without even walking inside. So they did (laughs) virtual tours only. Well, we're we're buying cars now where they just, you buy it and it shows shows up. up. They just drop it off at your house, right? So I guess pretty soon that's what it's going to be with the house. You just... You know, you just come comes and moves you in and then you roll in there and your bed's already in some house. You're like, okay, cool. And this is a new place, right? <laughs> so I got to do a walkthrough. I got to make sure there's not a chalk outline somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if I could ever do that. I would really want to be in it because, you know, I don't know if you've ever been one of those houses where it looks awesome in the pictures and the realtor like had some fancy photographer with a wide lens and you think this room's like massive and you walk in and it's like, <laughs> it's true. wait, what happened? That's <laughs> you know? true. I could touch all the walls in the middle of the room, you know, so. I throw down a washcloth and I got wall-to-wall carpet. <laughs> That's a lot of faith. Well, okay, let me ask you this. When it comes to having a financial advisor, like these people who are moving into these houses, sight unseen, I'm trusting my real estate agent. Well, how about working in a, with an advisor? you're always still going to have our best interest in mind, even if we're not there with you for every step of the way. Well, I think it's all about communication. So we are living in a world where you don't necessarily need to get face-to-face at all times to be able to communicate and be able to be up to date on things. So one of the things that we do at our firm is we send out a quarterly update video to all of our clients, giving them an update on what our portfolio is doing, what we think is happening in the economy and the markets, and what we're kind of looking out in the future at and what we're watching. And so we send that out to a bunch of clients. So I had a client that uh, when she came in, she had heard us on the radio, she came in and she said, I just want to warn you that if I ever, if I become your client, I currently meet with my advisor 
once every month. And I just want to make sure that that's something you're willing to do. And I said, you know what? That's fine. I said, just let me ask you a couple questions. Why do, why do you meet with your current advisor? And she's like, well, I want to know exactly what's going on with my stuff. And I want to make sure that my advisor is focused on my money. And I said, okay, I, I appreciate that. I think that's, that's wise. I said, I will meet with you as much as you want, but I am willing to bet that once you get to know us, you understand our process, you understand how we invest your funds, what kind of things we put in place in your financial plan, mm-hmm. that you probably won't want to meet with me as often as you've been meeting with your advisor. And again, I'm available, but I don't think you'll need it. And she says, okay, let's let's give it a shot. So we put together a financial plan. We went through and kind of talked about what changes we would make to our plan. And she said, okay, you're my guy. And, and we moved the assets over and we started managing her funds. And for the first two or three months of our relationship, she came in and she sat down and we did the monthly review. It was great. We had good conversation and we talked through things. But she started getting these quarterly updates from us. She started getting the reports that we send out to our clients. And she saw what we were doing as far as managing the portfolio. Mm. And so I called. I had my secretary call to schedule the next appointment. And she's like, you know what? I'm kind of busy. I don't need to meet. It has now been exactly a year since we've sat down to do a financial review. So she's due for her annual review. We're trying to get that scheduled, but it's no longer monthly. Right. And so I've asked her in the past because it started going to where it was six months and then it's, you know, it's gone back to just where it's an annual review. And I asked her, I said, what's changed? I said, when we first started this relationship three or four years ago, you said you were going to be in my office once a month. And she said, Matt, I just feel like you're on top of things and you're actually doing what you said you were doing, that I don't need to babysit what you're doing. And with the communications, I understand what's going on with the market. I understand what changes and adjustments you guys are making and what you're what you're doing to protect my assets. It's been a really interesting thing to see her relax and be able to just enjoy her retirement and let us do our thing. I think in the world we live in, I think it's going more virtual. But I think people want to still see face-to-face, have those communications. But I think there's ways to take advantage of technology and communication to make it where we don't have to spend hours in front of each other talking about the same things, that we can communicate that out and then address the the specific one-on-one questions or the specific changes in someone's situation and and do that face-to-face. And so it's been, it's interesting how our world's changed. Everybody's world has changed in the way that we're operating business. But at the end of the day, it comes down to working with someone you trust and putting together a plan that you can trust in. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.